Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A Columbia University grad student is dead and a tourist injured in a random stabbing spree. A suspect is in custody. I'm Marla Diamond in Morningside Heights. New York State is dealing with five known cases of the new and very infectious Omicron variant. Well, across the border. Most of Connecticut once again on red alert for COVID. I'm Sean Adams in Fairfield. And do you remember your first text? We'll dip into the News Radio archives for this date's milestone. This is Friday, it's December 3rd. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Well, the wind is the thing today. It's chilly, too, as we head for a high of 44 to 48. We'll talk to Craig Allen about your weekend forecast coming up. I'm Paul Murdane. And I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. We're waking up to news, sadly, of what police are calling a random set of stabbings in and around the campus of Columbia University. Our Marla Diamond is in Morningside Heights uh, trying to gather some information early this morning. And Marla, good morning. What have you learned? Uh, We do know quite a bit about uh, what happened here last night, Wayne. Um, Police do have a suspect in custody, a 25-year-old known gang member. He was arrested in Central Park after going on what police said was a random stabbing spree. It began around 11 o'clock last night here at West 123rd Street and Amsterdam Avenue. The first victim, a 30-year-old Columbia grad student, was stabbed in the stomach and died Ten minutes later, a second victim, a 27-year-old tourist from Italy, was stabbed in the stomach at 110th Street and Cathedral Parkway. He is expected to survive. Police say the suspect was menacing a third man with a knife in Central Park at West 104th Street. Uh, They finally caught up to him there and took him into custody. Authorities say the suspect is a parolee. Uh, He was recently released after serving time for gang assault in 2013. Wayne and Paul. Marla, we remember the, uh, the death of Tessa Majors. Is this the same area? It is. It's not far from where the Barnard student was stabbed to death in a botched robbery. Uh, that was back on December 11th of 2019. Uh, she was walking through Morningside Park when she was set upon by three teens, one of whom was just recently sentenced to nine years to life in prison. That murder rattled the city and led to calls for more security around the park and the Columbia University campus. Marla, thank you. Five Omicron cases now are reported across the state of New York. There are four in New York City, and there's one out in Suffolk County. And the mayor and the governor are saying in a joint news conference that they are prepared. WCBS reporter Steve Burns has more. 
Just like in the early days of the pandemic, the problem may be bigger than we know. Uh, we know we now have cases here in New York City. We have to assume that means there's community spread. We have to assume that means we're going to see a lot more cases. Mayor de Blasio is appearing alongside Governor Hochul to announce five new Omicron cases, four in New York City and one in Suffolk County, a 67-year-old vaccinated woman. This is an individual who traveled from South Africa who tested negative upon returning to the U.S. on 11-25. And on, the, on November 30th, they took a point-of-care test, and they did test positive. The governor insists there is no cause for alarm, but don't let your guard down. Recommend that people continue to wear their masks indoors and when you can avoid large gatherings at this time and encourage people to get tested, get tested often, get the vaccination. The call also stands for anyone at the recent anime convention at the Javits Center to get tested following an Omicron case there. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 88. And New York City is now mandating vaccines for teachers and staff at religious and private schools. Not all schools are cool with this. A letter from a group representing religious schools says the government has no right to coerce vaccinations and says some schools may be forced to close. Those schools have two and a half weeks to get employees vaccinated. December 20th is the deadline. Well, even before Omicron emerged around here, COVID cases in the tri state area reached numbers last seen in the spring. Sean Adams is in Fairfield. Connecticut, a state that is now almost entirely in what they call the red alert category. Sean, good morning. What does that mean exactly, red alert? Well, predominantly red uh, COVID map for Connecticut means uh, this is a ruthless virus that uh, simply will not capitulate. So that means cases are climbing, more people are in hospitals, more people are dying. 44 deaths over a week. Uh, the positivity rate, 6.5%. That's been a steady rise in recent weeks. It's the highest rate we've seen since January in Connecticut. As attention turns to the new Omicron variant, it should be noted this spike is not from Omicron. There is no Omicron in Connecticut yet that's been detected. This is the Delta strain still. Uh, health officials suspect as we head indoors due to the approaching winter, we're getting too close again, so we can't let our guard down. Wayne, Paul. Sean, what does the state data say about how vaccinated people are doing compared to those who have uh, not yet taken the shots? Well, according to the state data, for the most part, the people who are getting sick are not vaccinated. Those people are five times more likely to contract COVID. Breakthrough cases hover around 1%. Overall, 72% of the population has been vaccinated. 26% of adults have had that booster. Earlier in the week, Governor Lamont was exasperated when he said, just get that booster. Sean, thank you. This morning's 88 Seconds in Sound remembers a technological first that would change the way we communicate. That's next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Right now, let's bring in Craig Allen because we're wondering about the weekend forecast, Craig. Weekend forecast is dry, but it is uh, going to be rather chilly once again. You probably felt the, the chill. If you haven't stepped outside just yet, you will. And make sure that you layer up. It's a lot different than it was last evening. Tone uh, today's highs will stay right about where they are, 44 to 48. Partly cloudy for tonight, lows in the mid-30s, near 30 in the suburbs. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun and highs 44 to 48 once again. And on Sunday, it does stay dry through the day. Showers likely Sunday night, but Sunday's high 45 to 50 as the clouds increase. Right now, 43, humidity 47 percent, and the northwest wind is gusting up to 29 miles per hour. Thank you, Joe. In the hospital for one month, at times in a medically induced coma, Suffolk County Police Officer Timothy Thrain is due to be released today.
His injuries from a chain reaction crash were so severe, however, that he won't be able to go home just yet. Officer Thrain will be sent to St. Charles Hospital, Port Jefferson. He'll begin a rehabilitation. He was directing traffic on William Floyd Parkway when an allegedly drunk driver hit an SUV, which then lurched right into him. His brain injuries were so severe, it wasn't clear he would make it. Is there anything better than a Whopper when you're hungry? Is there anything better than that? Hold the pickle, hold the lettuce. Yep, the Whopper's going back in time. The price of a Whopper is its original 37 cents today and tomorrow to celebrate the sandwich's 64th birthday. It usually sells for around $4. The hitch is you have to register for a BK Perks account on the app or website to cash in and add the coupon before you place your order. Burger King estimates there are 1,024 potential combinations to have it your way. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Yeah, I'm trying to nail down whether or not this is going to include the Impossible Whopper. That would be the uh, the vegan version. The right? vegan version, mm-hmm. which I honestly I can't tell the difference between the two of them, and I'm I'm checking my sources now and have not yet confirmed, but I'll let you know because some of us would much prefer it that way. Uh, we'll go out and we'll get six of each and we'll do a comparison. How's that? Friday is here. It's the morning news roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know this morning. Nevada has voted to impose a surcharge on public employees who don't get vaccinated. They'll have to pay another $55 every month to get their health insurance. Number two, the NFL has suspended now three players who misrepresented their vaccination status. They are free agent John Franklin, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Antonio Brown, and Mike Edwards. Brown reportedly used a fake vaccination card. Third thing to know, right in the middle of the bright holiday tourist season in New York City, the lights will dim on Broadway on Wednesday. To honor Stephen Sondheim. Up next, the news archives, 88 seconds in sound now for the 3rd of December. Do you remember like calling a girl's house in high school and being like, oh my gosh, hope her dad doesn't pick yeah, up? Exactly. But now you just text Not people. So, yeah. The very first text message was sent on this date. Or just showing up to people's houses and just knocking on the door and seeing if they're there. Yeah, Again, exactly. completely different world now. It's made the world even smaller. And what was the first text? Merry Christmas. That was 1992. This date brings two tragedies. One was a scene that would repeat in 2021. I'm Christopher Glenn with a rock tragedy in the news. Kids watching CBS Saturday morning cartoons learned about the 11 young people crushed to death rushing to see a Who concert in Cincinnati. Most of the seats, 80%, were general admission. That meant the first fans into the Coliseum would get the best places, and that encouraged the rush. The concert went on as planned, but the members of the Who were badly shaken. There is a kind of a football game, boxing match feeling to a rock concert, and it's what guys seem to get off on. You know, they like this high-energy sort of event. That was Pete Townsend. Fans rushed the locked doors when they mistook the sound check for the concert having started. In 1984, thousands would die from gas leaking out of a Union Carbide subsidiary plant in Bhopal, India. It is too early to call these people survivors. Some will die within six weeks as their livers, kidneys, and lungs deteriorate. The safety systems didn't work. AT&T hung up on the payphone business in 2007, and that same day, Don Imus returned to the radio and spoke of how hollow his words sounded when he apologized to the Rutgers women's basketball team for a racist remark. It, it sounded to me, as I listened to myself talk and as I looked at them, it sounded like just one lame excuse after another. 
1982, the first time we heard the last single from the album of the same name. Why was Thriller last? The record company saw this as a novelty song. Who wants a single about monsters? And they were right, sales sagged, until Michael Jackson put out the video many call the greatest music video of all time. This is December 3rd. Well, that's switching gears musically, isn't it? <laughs> all right, would you rather hear Wham! from the 80s? All right, well, maybe that's all right. There we go. There we go. All right, I heard the synth. It's the 80s. <laughs> the Odyssey app. Check it out. WCBS News Radio 880, our streaming home, as you know. But you can also check out our exclusive channels, our holiday music channels. Yeah, classic Christmas with songs the whole family can enjoy, even Paul. Get your news fix on the Odyssey app, plus sports podcasts and all your holiday favorites. Feel like Andrew Ridgely. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 